1: security camera discussion we had and how they're all over the place and now police are either uh, paying you for information or in some cases coming and demanding the information. We got a text from a friend of the Armstrong and Getty show. Well, that discussion did it. I'll never install security cameras now. No blanking way. Cops will come looking for that soon. Absolutely. So the cops come to your house for whatever reason and say, I need all your footage and all your friends and family members that have come to your house. They now have access to all that stuff. That's just the way it'll be. be. But on the other hand, so they didn't get the picture of your friend coming to your house there. They got it from the telephone pole out front where the city has installed cameras already because that's where we're headed. Right. Everybody on camera all the time. What a weird society. Remember to suck in your gut. And the idea that that will only be used for good. I don't know. Hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, There's no stopping it. No, probably not. China is doing it with, you know, an evil communist dictator. We're doing it willingly. Mm-hmm. We're willingly turning over all of our lives to the benevolent government and authorities to make us safer in theory.
0: Right. Right. We're surveilling ourselves because it's cool and it's fun. Mm-hmm. Like me, I want footage of my dog running around the backyard because it's fun. And he's cute. Uh, so, okay, we'll uh, continue contemplating that, uh, the horrors of totalitarian regimes taking over America and ruining your lives. Uh, but first, let's take a fond look back at the week that was. It's Cal Clips of the Week.
2: Not only will I be on the ballot of every state, all 50 states, but we'll be on the ballot in every county and every district. that We have done that work
0: make sure that all their kids are learning to speak English and that they feel comfortable in the communities, and that's going to take outreach on both sides, frankly.
2: I think if he decides to go to trial, um, he's in very, very grave danger.
0: And can you imagine what powerful signal it would send to the Congress and to the country if for the first time since George Washington, an independent person could be elected president? <laughs>
2: You egotistical, billionaire,
0: a- Doubled over the last three or four years. Uh, and almost all of them, not all of them, but almost all of them lead back to China. I don't know if your, your insurance company is going to cover this. Let's eliminate all of that. Let's move on.
2: I think you could never afford that. You're talking about
1: trillions of dollars. It's just not a practical thing. Uh,
2: Princess Peach, monarchists. Cat Peach is alt-right. <laughs> That's so
1: funny. Where do we find that? That is somebody breaking down the political backgrounds of everybody from... Of uh, various Nintendo characters. I believe that one is from one of the Mario Kart games. Uh, I, have, uh, I post that video on the Positive Sean blog. You can find it at armstrongandgetty.com. couple of quick things for you. Um, according to the TV critic in the USA Today... Your next binge-watching obsession is going to be a show called Velvet Buzzsaw, which is on Netflix. Addictive.
0: What are you going to cut with a Velvet Buzzsaw? Addictive
1: Freaky and Fun with Jake Gillenhall. So if you're looking for something, maybe it's cold or rainy or wherever you are and you need a binge-worthy show, it's Velvet Buzzsaw. Another thing, uh, you're into the weighted blanket craze. That's a thing. Had a bunch of people suggest that for uh, my child, which is something we tried a year or two ago. Well, I had to despise um, weighted blankets or like tight sheets. I hate oh, really,
0: and yeah. yeah, it squashes
1: your feet. For kids. what are you
0: supposed to turn your feet out sideways?
1: Or? With kids with various problems, sensory problems, autistic or whatever, it's supposed to help. Yeah. I don't know if it actually does. It didn't do any good for our kid. He hated it. Uh-huh. It could easily be one of those things. And this is not a criticism. Like the reason diets catch on, we all want one so bad. We're willing to believe this one might be the magic one. Sure. Uh, same way if you kid. If you got a kid with problems, you're, you you want a cure so bad. Right. You're willing to believe, oh, I've heard about the weighted blankets. i got to try that. But we've had no benefit from
0: it. Well, so. and if you think about it in a rational way, if something is really helpful to 25% of kids in that situation, sure. that's a wonderful thing. And you would try it. And 75% of people won't get
1: results, but that's okay. Could be. Um, also, and this, you come across this sort of thing all the time, and I've always wondered about this. So um, what's our new thing on statistics? You give the thing first. Oh, that's right. What the statistic is before you give the numbers. I don't know if it works for this point. So um, 1.38 billion chicken wings are going to be eaten for the Super Bowl this weekend. 1.38 right. billion. That's yep. And then they give you how many that is. And I'm telling you, if you told me that's enough to go to the moon and back, if you told me it's enough to go around the Earth three times, or if you t- told me it's enough to stretch end-to-end from San Francisco to New York, which is a difference of 3,000 miles or 400,000 miles, right. I would still just say, wow, wow, that sounds like a lot <laughs> right. of chicken wings. <laughs> <So> does, <laughs> you could
2: claim
0: <laughs>
1: anything. It doesn't make any difference. So right. I've always wondered, does anybody actually take the time to do the math on that, or do you just make it up because nobody cares? And the point is, that's a lot of chicken wings. So either you could stretch those end-to-end from San Francisco to New York, or go to the sun and back. I don't know. Which it is, but do they have a specific yeah, claim? It would go around the Earth three times. There you go. But
0: that's that, a ama- mate. Wow, that's a <laughs> lot of chicken
1: wings, Joe. Holy
0: cow! Can you imagine?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Boys enjoyed those. So, um,
0: speaking of the Super Bowl. Oh, and coming up right after the commercial break, I am ready to make my ruling on. Real racial incident or social justice warrior fake job on actor Jussie Smollett in Chicago. Very controversial. Stay with us.
1: We're breaking down the X's and the O's of the Patriots versus the Rams. What? No, we're not. Will Gladys White, Gladys Knight.
0: Gladys White? I'm sorry. Huh. What does that say? Okay, here we go. (laughs) Gladys Knight. uh, Will she sing on a microphone? into a microphone on a mic stand or handheld. That's one of the bets you can oh, put in. Oh, I
1: thought you were going to say the head thing and I thought no, she's too old old school oh, no, 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 to no. have the Garth Brooks mouthpiece, the the Bono mouthpiece.
0: Pink used a mic stand last year. Luke Bryan no mic stand in 2017. What do you do? You just shout at people. Gladys Mike, uh, Gladys Knight, rather. <laughs> I'm just going to call her Gladys. Gladys did not use a mic stand when performing America the Beautiful at the US Open in 2006 the Good last scouting. reliable data
1: <laughs> I need unless I have a guitar in my hand I got to have a microphone to hold cuz I don't know what to do with my hands
0: I no, <laughs> <laughs> you remember when I was touring with the Decemberists Jack um singing one song at one show um I stood there because I always have a guitar in my hands when I play with the Dead Flowers, and uh, I didn't, and I had no idea what to do. With right? My hands. So you just kind of... Well, because I'm I'm singing one song with sound check, so am I going to gesticulate and point at the sky and stuff like that? No, too dorky. So anyway, I'll put one in my pocket, and I guess I'll hold this bottle of water. How many times will Jim Nance and Tony Romo say Gronk? <laughs> The over-under is two 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 and a half? Oh, I'm Wait, betting the over. Definitely over than this. Please, I'm betting the over.
1: Well, it's Gronk as opposed to, they could say Gronkowski. Bob
0: Gronkowski. He's a big, giant, strong dope who's a good football player if you're not a fan.
1: Jim Nance is a very serious broadcaster. I don't feel like he would be the one to say Gronk, but I think mm. Tony Romo might. I'm rethinking that one. That might be about dead on.
0: I guess this is a crutch of his. I hadn't even noticed it. Tony, Tony Romo saying, here we go. Will it be, uh, again, two and a half is the over-under. Jim Nancer or Tony Romo, will they say goat during the broadcast? Not the fuzzy creature, Jack, that gives milk and cheese, but uh, as in greatest of all time, in reference to Tom Brady. Um, so that's just a yes or no.
1: Will I set my DVR in such a way that I catch the end of the game? I'm hammering the the under on that. No, one. I have absolutely missed absolutely not. I have missed the end, uh, the last play, which was the deciding play of six Super Bowls and a couple <laughs> World Series games. Right. By not setting my DVR appropriately.
0: That is, um, that's a sad
1: story. It is, and disappointing when you're down to like 30 seconds left in the game and you build up and you've invested three hours and everything like that and it just stops. And you see the timer. Wait a minute. There's 27 seconds left in this time. Wait a minute. And you're not watching minute. the Super Bowl. What you're watching is extra or right. an old episode of Friends or right, something exactly. because the game has lapsed over into yeah. it. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Run a play, quick, run a play. How many times will Giselle Bundchen be shown on TV? The over-under is one and a half times. I bet the over again. Yeah, Easy. more than that. Yeah, but Vegas is so good, man. They are so good. We haven't, had what a, they're doing. we
1: haven't had a blowout Super Bowl in forever. That was the norm for a long time, and then they all been good. What if you end up with a... You know, 17 nothing first quarter, 21-3 to halftime. Just just not a game. Not exciting. Brady never gets it past midfield.
0: Jack, with these two explosive offenses, <laughs> no lead is safe. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that. <laughs> You're welcome.
1: Do you, if it's a blowout, do you see Giselle more often or less often? It's a good it's a filler. No, you see happy Giselle much more than you see sad. Mm-hmm. So what's she wearing? Yeah. What's the other quarterback? I don't even know his name. What's his uh? Joe Namath. Is. <laughs> <laughs> is Joe Namath married to a hot chick? Would they show her a lot? Certainly. Old Broadway Joe, still hanging <laughs> in. So I'm oh, a Jared Goff is the okay? okay.
0: And yeah, the plucky young uh, Cal Bear. I'll take your word for it. Uh, I'll, I'll go. Move, 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 Talk about that coming up in a moment.
1: The Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: The Armstrong
2: and Getty Show. A woman running a marathon in Thailand reportedly found a lost puppy during the race and continued to carry the dog while running the remaining 19 miles. It sounds nice until you realize she just carried the puppy 19 miles further away from home.
1: (laughs) Um... Marshall's going to talk more about, uh, Cory Booker's announced he's running for president in his newscast, among other things, major candidate. I think we'll make a splash, I think. Could be wrong. It's hard uh, to predict these things.
0: It is indeed, but if he didn't, that would surprise me a great deal. He's been kind of the, uh, you know, uh, uh, sitting on the bench right next to the coach for a number of years now.
1: And, and he's got that whole New York media thing, right. which helps a lot.
0: Right. Uh, So, uh, listen, uh, there's the alleged attack of Empire actor Jussie Smollett. A couple of goons, the wee hours of Chicago, sub-zero temperatures attacking him, dropping racial slurs on him, putting a a noose around his neck, uh, threw an unknown chemical substance on him, said this is MAGA country, which is rather an odd thing to say in Chicago, but... um. And it was a terrible uh, racial slur, and according to the USA Today and NPR and all sorts of uh, left-leaning publications, uh, illustrates the need for you know various programs and, and uh, awareness and uh, Kamala Kamala Harris's uh, anti-lynching bill to be passed, and and a bunch of different stuff. And uh, we frequently are asked to adjudicate whether stuff like this is a real racial incident or is it a social justice warrior faking something up to get attention, because that happens all the time. Um, You might not be aware of it because there will be a big attack that will get lots of attention in the mainstream media. You will hear about it over and over again. Then when three weeks later the person involved says admits, yeah, I made it up, they won't print that in the New York Times um, or very rarely or they'll bury it and you'll never see it. But this sort of thing happens all the time, which is not for a moment to deny that there's racism or racial violence in America, around the world. That would be a bizarre and idiotic thing to claim. But I just, I hate it, hate it, hate it when people fake up stuff because then it makes it harder to believe real stuff. Having said that, Empire actor Jesse Smollett attacked in Chicago, allegedly. Um, There are a number of things about this case that really make me wonder. Number one, it's perfect. It is perfect. You have a gay black man hit with homophobic and anti-gay slurs You have a noose put around his neck, an unknown chemical uh, sprayed on him, and guys shouting about MAGA country. That is
2: perfect
0: for the anti-Trump modern media. And the more perfect it is, the more likely it is to be fake. There's footage of him returning to his building. There's security in his building. He says nothing to them. Um he merely passes through and, and goes into his house. Uh, that doesn't prove anything.
1: Why do you, of you ju- like to leap to conclusions based could, on evidence? But you, you could be so rattled you don't sure. even you're not even thinking straight. I would be that'd be the most horrible thing that had ever happened to me in my life by far.
0: I would say I just got the hell beat out of me by a couple of people screaming stuff at me. I would absolutely say that to the first person I ran into. But that doesn't prove anything. Not, not sure with me. the
1: security at his apartment. Maybe was he hates to the do. security
0: guard at his Yeah, apartment. A, who knows? you don't know. that. Um, blah, blah, blah. Now, here is some stuff, uh, being posted online. I have not independently verified this. I find it interesting, though, that Mr. Smollett was at Kamala Harris, Kamala Harris's announcement party. He's, he's acquainted with her. They're friends. Um, she has anti-lynching legislation that is stalled in Congress. Um, her gay black friend has this incident, um, Kamala put out a tweet saying this is a modern day lynching and Congress needs to act. She doesn't mention her legislation. Less than an hour later, Cory Booker tweets out about a modern day lynching and says Congress needs to act and provides a link to Ebony magazine and Kamala Harris's bill. Um, allegedly, uh, Mr. Smollett's uh, manager was on the line during on the phone during this and clearly heard the MAGA reference and a couple of slurs. Um, according to some sources the Chicago police have not seen the phone records and do not have his phone according to other sources uh, Smollett has refused to hand over his phone to the police um there are some people now claiming that it was a hookup gone wrong and that's how he got beat up oh, and that's geez. why he was returning to his home at gotcha. 2:30 30 in the night on gotcha. a bitter cold day, security footage of two people of interest has surfaced. It's two dudes like huddled up in their winter clothes, shuffling down the street. I've seen it, and it's just they were people in the area roughly at that time. Um, but they're not seen doing anything or anything like that. Uh, listen, I will I will tell you this. I, in a way, I hope I'm wrong, um, because this is a, I'm. I'm hinting that Jussie Smollett has done something utterly terrible in making this up. It's too perfect. All of this is too perfect. It absolutely stinks of the social justice warrior fake jobs that we see over and over again. And if I am wrong, I will, uh, you know what, I've claimed, I think I think it's fake. I have claimed that once during the show. Okay? If it turns out to be real, I will say that twice an hour, every hour on our next show after that comes out. I will do the opposite of what the mainstream media does, but this one stinks a little too much.
1: If I was forced to lay money on it, I would would lay money that it's fake, but I don't know. What's coming up in your news, Marsha Phillips?
2: Well, another top Democrat announcing for 2020. A lot of buzz about this one. We've had a huge drug bust at the border, and Tom Brady reveals his post-NFL plans just for you. Dateline
1: tonight on NBC has a new feature on chasing O. J. Simpson. New details? Really? What? There are new details in the O. J. thing. And who wants them? <laughs>
0: well, it's <like he's laughs> not really the juice anymore. It's
1: like oh, no. not the that's juice the new detail.
2: <laughs>
1: You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Brady was the MVP of the Super Bowl against the Rams in 2001, which is 18 years ago. What? Yeah. How is that even possible? Astonishing. How is that even possible? The ageless wonder. Tom's really doing some damage to my whole time is undefeated thing. Yeah. You know? Time
2: is starting to get a little nervous.
0: First, if he's 50 and still chucking a pigskin around,
2: all right, then we'll have something to talk about. You know, I have a quick clip from that Super Bowl. Do you? Yep. It's this one. Awesome.
1: Super Bowl 36 Hmm.
0: coming
2: up between the St. Louis Rams and the New England Patriots. And John, you know, you can't be here, you can't uh, be experienced, the straight experience that is Super Bowl, Uh, then be proud. You have to then be proud to be an American and proud to be just a part of it. Well said.
1: Time, time not undefeated there, Sean. Well said. <laughs> no. Time
0: was undefeated there, yeah. Uh, wow. Wow. Pat Summerall in his last Super Bowl. It's uh, hard to imagine they didn't renew him. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. anyway
1: uh... not Super Bowls for Brady. That's unbelievable. I wonder if he'll be the slightest bit nervous coming out on Sunday. Is, Is it Super Bowls or Super Bowl? <laughs>
2: <laughs> News now with Marsha Phillips. New Jersey Senator Cory Booker making a lot of noise by announcing his run for president. In his video rollout for his campaign, Booker recalled the defining moment in his early life. When I was a baby, my parents tried to move us into a neighborhood with
1: great public schools. But realtors wouldn't sell us a home because of the color of our skin. A group of white lawyers who had watched the courage of civil rights activists were inspired to help black families in their own community, including mine. And they changed the course of my entire life. Because in America, courage is contagious
0: that 's a beautiful message, a really nice classic civil rights yep. message, not a uh, you have to hate uh, white people message or you know whoever looks different than you. Uh, contrast that with this, would you Ellen o who's uh, who is she she 's got a blue check mark she 's got a bunch of followers. Um, She tweeted something about, Dear uh, people of color writers, you are not immune to charges of racism just because you're people of color. Racism is systemic, especially anti-blackness. And colorblindness is extremely tone-deaf. Learn from this and do better. But then the internet hated her for that, and she had to tweet this. I would like to apologize for using tone deaf in this tweet. It is an ableist term that I should have known that oh. did not, and I'm sorry for using it. I know that I still have so much to learn. I thank all of you who take the time to educate me. That is the modern, tied-up-into-knots, hilarious, self parodying pretzelled, illogic of constant aggrievement, and uh, just hilarious.
1: And by the way, the Cory Booker two-minute rollout today on yeah. his uh, official day of announcement is really, really well done. Yeah. So he's hiring good people to do that sort of thing.
0: Well, and he has chosen a message that is true to his history on the scene, which is, I'm the come-together guy.
1: It was as not clunky as Hillary Clinton was clunky mm-hmm. with everything. Yeah, yeah, it's good.
0: I mean, I don't, don't, you know, I disagree with him about a hell of a lot of things, the necessary disclaimer. But I'm just very
1: skillful. Just analyzing him as a political animal, as they say. Well, and it was pretty heartwarming. Yeah. Yeah, just handicapping the field. He is a serious contender who will absolutely be involved to the very end. That's my guess. I don't think he'll be one of the first people dropping out in any sort of primaries or after the debates.
2: President Trump called the border security talks being carried out by that bipartisan group of congressional lawmakers a waste of time. He did an interview with the New York Times last night. It was published today. I think Nancy Pelosi is hurting our country very badly by doing what she's doing. And ultimately, uh, I think I've set the table very nicely. I think people understand. Well, they understand, Peter. They didn't know what was going on with the southern border. Now they know. They had no idea the amount of crime, the amount of drugs, the amount of human trafficking, which can be stopped with a proper system. And speaking of drugs, the U.S. Customs and Border Patrol say they made their biggest fentanyl bust ever at the southern wall. In all, border agents seized more than 240 pounds of fentanyl at the port of entry in Nogales, Arizona. That is enough fentanyl to kill almost 60 million Americans. Where was it coming from? Do we know? Is it coming
1: from China through Mexico or from you just Mexico through do Mexico? Do not have a
2: point of origin on mm. this. Yeah, but the uh, authorities uh, say that Mexican drug traffickers apparently tried to smuggle the drugs in through using a produce
1: truck. And, and did they already have a buyer lined up that had paid for it and it was on their way to that buyer? And who are they? I Wonder if they know all that stuff. Well, I, yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. There's certainly a, a wholesaler who is waiting for it. Yeah.
2: The American Beverage Association cheering a ruling by the federal court that blocks a San Francisco law requiring health warnings on ads for soda and other sugary drinks. It was the Ninth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals unanimously ruling the ordinance violates the constitutionally protected commercial speech. Yeah, think? So there you go. In other news, uh, we got Super Bowl 53 coming up on Sunday. It'll be the Patriots against the Rams. And during last night's episode of the late night uh, show with Stephen Colbert, Colbert gave his staff the chance to ask just one question to the athletes competing in the Super Bowl. Pat's quarterback, Todd Brady, one of them. Do you have any plans for your life after football? Yeah, after football, I'm going to play baseball. Not for baseball.
0: I'm going to play Hamlet. <laughs> Alas,
2: poor Yorick. I knew him, Horatio. A fellow of infinite jest, of most excellent fancy. And there he was reciting Shakespeare, holding the skull in his hand. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. Tom, Tom Brady has the record for most wins
1: by a starting quarterback, most passing yards, regular season and playoffs, most passing touchdowns. Postseason and regular. Most touchdowns thrown to different receivers. Division titles. Playoff games started. Playoff wins. Playoff touchdown passes. Playoff passing yards. Super Bowl appearances. Super Bowl wins. Super Bowl MVPs. Super Bowl touchdown passes. Super Bowl passing yards. It goes on and on and on and on. He's got
0: to be in the conversation
1: of hey. the greatest of all time. And it's kind of hard to imagine anybody beating that record just because of how long you'd have to play. Right. So that eliminates most people. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, he's fanatically dedicated to what he does and has really good
1: genetics. And then you got to have the weirdness of teammates that turn out to be good and the coach and coach. And remember that first Super Bowl he won because the starting quarterback got hurt. It wasn't so obvious that he needed to be the starter at all that he was even starting
0: mm-hmm. uh, that season. I don't remember that, but thank you. Yeah,
1: was that back when Pat Summerall was proud to be proud of the experience to experience the pride of Super Bowl? Is that a different game? (laughs) (laughs) You are listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: Armstrong and
0: Getty. The conscience of the nation. And I wore my
2: clear hands, Jamie. Let me wear my Aaron Rodgers jersey. You said no. bad <laughs> value.
1: <laughs> yes, that's another Super Bowl tradition that has <laughs> developed in the modern Everybody's oh. got a smartphone. World people that get too drunk and start crying over the loss of their team end up yes. a viral video, and we mock them on Monday morning. Is that morning? healthy, really? And we mock them. More importantly,
2: <laughs> <yes>. <laughs>
0: so just to follow the plot, the drunk girl's friend is actually responsible for the loss of the Packers because of her advice. In terms of what jersey to wear and how to decorate the other gals' uh, fingernails. Megan is to blame for the loss of the package. Megan! Megan! Wow. Should we, as a society, uh, get these viral videos and enjoy them? Yes, we clearly should.
1: Super Bowl is Sunday. Uh, Funny tweet. wonder what the Saints are doing. Funny tweet that uh, Sean came across. Yes, Sean. Yeah, so uh, so this is from Heather, one of my favorite things on the internet. She has like 500 followers. Somehow this has gotten 25,000 likes, and it's going viral. Someone just honked at me to get to get me out of my parking spot faster, so now I have to sit here until both of us are dead. <laughs> <laughs> Which I understand. Now, well, you I, don't want to reinforce that sort of behavior. Exactly. I am a, it's your spot, or it's my spot, depending on who's there. Right. I'll get out of there when I would decide to get out of there. But Possessions, nine-tenth of the law. I am constantly amazed when I'm in a busy parking lot and I see somebody, okay, they're walking to the car, they're going to get the car, and here I'm going to wait with my blinker on, people right. behind me, wait for them to back out. And I watch them, and I watch them, and I think, what are you doing in there? What are you doing in your car? Hey, book clubs tonight, i got to read a chapter before I pull out. Then you see them finally reach back for their seat belt. No, okay, they're getting ready to go, then they sit there for another minute, what are you doing want to knock on their window. What are you doing in there? I think some people just enjoy the power. It
0: is like the flip side of what we're talking about. If somebody's going to be rude about it, you almost force the person to drag their feet just so they don't reward that sort of rude behavior. But then you got the mall cop syndrome where you give somebody a tiny little bit of power over somebody else's life and they think,
1: "Well, I'm uh, I don't have to hurry for you." Really?
2: So that's on the opposite. If
1: there's somebody waiting on I I hurry. Oh, you well, something I might have done otherwise. I don't do. Yeah, I and think to back out another of human
0: being needs a spot. I'll, I'll, go ahead and get out.
1: On the other hand, how many of us has
0: turned on our turn signal and somebody's visibly sped up to make sure we don't
1: get in? Oh yeah, that person does the parking lot stuff. Yeah, and then Alec Baldwin punches him in the face.
0: Right. Alec Baldwin standing up for all that is good once again.
1: Yes, it was the 2000-2001 New England Patriots season coming off a fifth-place finish with the genius Bill Belichick and his starting quarterback, Drew Bledsoe, they signed Drew Bledsoe to a 10-year deal after that season because they were so committed to him. The great Drew Bledsoe. He gets laid wet. And all the prognostic people who predict things
2: thought
1: they're going to have a fifth-place finish or so again. And their genius quarterback, who, again, they'd signed to a long-term deal at the beginning of the season, Gets waylaid after an 0-2 start. They put in Tom Brady, the sixth-round draft pick, because they got no choice. He goes 11-3 and over the rest of the season, wins the Super Bowl, and so we begin. But any talk about Bill Belichick being a genius has to include that, doesn't it? I have, I have a feeling he had some role in the long-term contract they just signed for Drew Bledsoe, coming off a fifth-place finish. Well, they were getting stuff together. You're,
0: You're right. oversimplifying no, the game. No. How
1: was the O-line
0: that year, Jack?
2: <laughs> How was the, the O-line? Idea? Because that's
0: the only thing that matters. I was the O-line. They would
1: have started Drew so the rest of the year and he finished fifth place. No. Tell me about the left guard. Weak. Please. And all those teams that passed on Tom Brady, they're all full of geniuses, too. They had no idea. You can't predict these things. That's just my only point. All right. Like the weather. Who knows? All right. I like those pictures of Tom Brady when he was fresh out of college, when he was kind of doughy, soft looking. Yeah.
0: Looked like a kind of
1: pigeon-chested, thin-armed
0: dude. Yeah. And... And the greatest football player of all time.
1: He, Yeah, you nobody nobody thought right. that. Nobody yeah. thought that. Of course, nobody knew he was going to be this committed to his uh, lifestyle either. Right, right. What's his favorite cheat uh, dessert? Uh. Staring at a strawberry
0: for half an hour? <laughs> Staring at a picture of a strawberry. That's, that's strawberry. right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. A picture of a strawberry. Hilarious. Yeah. So a, a quick note, just because I can't believe we haven't gotten to this uh, this week, and I apologize for that. It's just been a really busy news week. But great piece in the San Diego Union-Tribune. Uh, a couple of days ago, about the fact that Tijuana has become one of the deadliest cities on earth in recent years. There is blood running through the streets of Tijuana. Maybe I'll jump to the punchline early. Anybody in America, Nancy, Chuck, Kamala, anybody, think we ought to tear down the walls that separate... Tijuana from the United States, the population of Tijuana, all the drug dealers, all the hitmen, all the cartel guys. Or do you think we ought to make them go through a little narrow doorway and try to figure out who they are if they come in? Uh, The stories about uh, Tijuana City, of 1.8 million people, uh, 2,518 people were killed there last year, nearly seven times the total of 2012. 140 killings per 100,000 people. Tijuana is now one of the deadliest cities in the world. Um, so, again, 140 per 100,000 um, in San Diego, there were two killings per 100,000 people. So, it is 70 times more murderous in Tijuana, right across the fence, slash wall, slash barrier, than in San Diego. You tear down that wall, what do you think is going to happen? Nancy, Chuck, Kamala? Well, if they're immoral... The racist
1: halftime interview with the president during the Super Bowl. Yep. In the past, some news has been made. Well, that wasn't that the the Trump when he did the hey come on we we do some bad stuff too with the O'Reilly yep, yep. that was the Super Bowl yep. one wasn't
0: it? Yep. yeah yep yeah. Uh, uh, on the other hand, uh, the idea of uh, Trump will say what he thinks <laughs> is uh, not that <laughs> hot a tease these days, you know.
1: Uh, well, I need, I, mean, an, I need an interview with the president during my Super Bowl like I need a dietician standing by to <laughs> warn me against... Stay out of here. I don't need you here. Yeah. Come back tomorrow. Yeah. Um.
0: Ah, yeah, but I suppose uh, I th- it'll be interesting. He may say something crazy, but I don't know. I just... Well, why has everything got to be politics? Everything. Mm. I don't know. Have it on after. I'll be drunk. I'll be full. I'll be...
1: Tired, I'll be. That's a decent question, especially now with this president. Is there anybody that wants that at their Super Bowl party? Is it halftime that
2: the interview is? Yeah. No, uh, I think it's pregame. Oh, pregame. I think it is pregame. But is there anybody yeah. that wants it's that? Better. Yeah.
1: Who wants that? Oh yeah, halftime. We got Maroon Five. We don't right. have time for the president. <laughs>
2: exactly. Yeah, exactly. What if, uh,
1: the great Maroon Five. Um. If Who they wants did a poll?
0: That? Would you like to see an interview of the president during the Super Bowl pregame show? I kind of imagine the numbers would be roughly uh, similar to the numbers of people who want the wall torn down so Tijuana can come visit San Diego.
1: If you got any chance of a mixed crowd where some people like Trump and some people hate him in your house, you just don't want it on the TV. No. If you're Trump haters, you don't want it on the TV. And then even if you're Trump lovers, you need to hear more right before you watch the football game and drink beer and eat cheese. I just don't know if anybody needs that. Networks must think you need it.
0: Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Well, it's like the Super Bowl halftime show.
1: It really needs to be rethought. Puppy Bowl. That's our thing. I'll record it. It's on at 3 Eastern, but they rerun it all day long. Right. Are the underwear football girls doing their thing uh, this year, too? I think that went away years ago, didn't it? Hashtag me, too, Joe. Time's up.
0: Hashtag the grown (laughs) women. They can live their lives the way they want. If they (laughs) want to put on underwear and play football, who's going to stop them?
1: Well, I'm a grown man. I'm not going to watch women in their underwear playing uh, football.
0: Why not? Because you don't understand the game. How's their offensive line, huh? Do you have any idea? No. No, I don't.
1: Uh, Final thoughts with Angie. That's Mello. Here's your host, Joe Getty.
0: That's wimpy by Maroon five standards. <laughs> hey, let's get a final thought from everybody. Positive Sean,
1: what is what's your final thought? Yeah, earlier this week we learned about all the different ways that Deep Mind AI is taking on new games. They did the the chess, the Go, they did the Starcraft. Now, not quite Deep Mind, but MIT algorithm has taught a robot to play a pretty mean game of Jenga. But I'm telling you, I think I could beat it. I think I could beat it. The AI right. plays Jenga. Yeah, a robot arm can uh, can take out the things and mm. then play some Jenga. But I've still never lost at Jenga. My money's on humans. Marshall Phillips, final thought.
2: i got to tell you, Michelangelo, I'm feeling very, very sad. I didn't get any of your piping hot cheese dip this morning. Got any suggestions? Well, Marshall, you can get that recipe dip at armstrongandgetty.com dandy. There's very... plenty left over here. Heat it up in the microwave. Yeah, oh. he won't heat it up. That was a very natural plug. You won't heat really? it up. <laughs> Will you not
1: eat reheated food? Is that a thing? Or...
2: I don't think I know. I, I don't want to reheat You that. don't reheat food? No, Interesting. Wow. No. I wish we had more time to discuss that. Michael, mm-hmm. final thought? I just, I kind of feel racked with guilt. Of, you know, I told you guys to pace yourself. I brought in this delicious dip, and now you're all in pain. So no, I kind I of am. feel responsible.
0: I'm not. I've never felt better. I have <laughs> beans and donut <laughs> grease coming out of my pores. Jack, final thought?
1: Yeah, it's one of the few things we got left in America that most people participate in, right? So, you know, everybody hates the Oscars, and there are no TV shows that we all watch, except for the Super Bowl. That's like our one shared event that we've got left. So we'll enjoy it and talk about it on Monday morning.
0: Excellent. My final thought is a note from uh, Adam, who wants to know if the sh- sit, uh, quit, don't get Trump elected, you egotistical billionaire ale guy was a better heckler than the bye bye pervert guys. I would say Adam the uh, the heckler of Mister Schultz was better just because it was a higher degree of difficulty. Any idiot heckler could shout bye bye pervert. What the bookstore Schultz heckler pulled off was advanced stuff. He gets my vote.
1: Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four hour workday. Nice show closed, idiot. So many people are saying so little time. Go to
0: Armstrongandgetty.com for the clicks we've talked about, including the delicious cheese and bean dip. Also, you can mail email us at uh, mailbag at Armstrongandgetty.com.
1: See you on Monday with all the good stuff. God bless America.
2: Well, kids, that's all the time we have for today. I'd like to thank Side Show Mel, Corporal Punishment, Tina
1: Valeria, Owen oh, from Not nice Landing, Miss Donna Mills.
0: Oh, she was a sport. We've
1: had lots and lots and lots and lots and lots, lots of fun. Now the time has come to go. If I'm dead in bed. Tomorrow I'd be in heaven, still doing this show.
2: See you some
0: other time. Armstrong and Getty.